we come together today to worship our Lord. Let us pray. Lord God, you have the bread of life for the hungry and living water for the thirsty. We come hungry and thirsty for your word, with a desire to know your will and to love with your unconditional love. Help us to be fed and to learn from you this day. Amen. Let us come together as we sing our first hymn, Lord, I come to you. Thank you. 
we come before God as we offer our prayer of thanksgiving. Let us pray. You are the God who formed us, the God who knows us, the God who loves us, the God who leads us, the God who feeds us, the God who blesses us, the beginning and end of all that we are and hope to be. You are worthy of our praise, Lord Jesus Christ. You tell us that you are the bread of life. We praise you for you give us the sustenance we need to help us through times of doubt, stress or difficulty. We thank you that we can always rely on you. Bread of life, fill us with all we need so that we, in turn, can help sustain others. Amen. We continue in prayer as we offer to God our confession. Almighty Father, we enter your presence confessing the things we tried to conceal from you, the things we tried to conceal from others, and the things we try to deny in ourselves. We confess the heartbreak, worry and sorrow we have caused, the things that make it difficult for others to forgive us, the times we have made it easy for others to do wrong, and the harm we have done that makes it hard for us to forgive ourselves. Lord have mercy and forgive us through Christ Jesus. Amen. Lord, we do indeed praise and thank you for your sacrifice so freely given for us and that through your sacrifice we receive your cleansing and your forgiveness. Amen. We have offered our prayers of thanksgiving and confession to the Lord and now we come and sing of his love. We sing together, the King of love, my shepherd is.
Steve will now read to us the word of God. The first book of Kings, chapter 19, and starting from verse 4 to verse 8. In fear for his life, Elijah fled to the desert, and he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness. He came to a broom bush, sat down under it, and prayed that he might die. I've had enough, Lord, he said. Take my life, I'm no better than my ancestors. Then he lay down under the bush and fell asleep. All at once an angel touched him and said, Get up and eat. He looked around, and there by his head was some bread baked over hot coals and a jar of water. He ate and drank, and they then lay down again. The angel of the Lord came back a second time and touched him, and said, Get up and eat, for the journey is too much for you. So he got up and ate and drank. Strengthened by that food, he travelled for forty days and forty nights, until he reached Horeb, the mountain of God. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. And John's Gospel, chapter 6, the verse 35 and then verses 45 to 51. Jesus declared, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never go hungry, and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. It is written in the prophets, they will all be taught by God. Everyone who has heard the Father and learned from him comes to me. No one has seen the Father except the one who is from God. Only he has seen the Father. Very truly I tell you, the one who believes has eternal life. I am the bread of life. Your ancestors ate the manna in the wilderness, yet they died. But here is the bread that comes down from heaven, which anyone may eat and not die. I am the living bread that came down from heaven. Whoever eats this bread will live forever. This bread is my flesh, which I will give for the life of the world. This is the Gospel of Christ. Praise to Christ our Saviour. We have heard the word of God. Now we come to sing of his great name. We come to sing, Guide me, O thou great Redeemer.
Where do we find our strength when we feel spiritually weak and worn down? We heard from the Old Testament reading that Elijah, a prophet of God, had to flee in fear for his life. Elijah was a prophet of God tasked to stand up against the prophets of Baal. Queen Jezebel had chosen to follow the prophets of Baal who constantly told her all she wanted to hear. She had rejected the word of God because she didn't want to hear what he said to her through Elijah. She didn't like to hear that she was wrong and she felt Elijah's words were full of doom and gloom. Proving God was the one true God, Elijah had to perform two great spiritual tasks. He had called upon God to make it rain, followed following two years of drought. And then he had destroyed the prophets of Baal in a contest to prove who was the better, God or Baal. The prophets of Baal called upon Baal, but nothing happened. All through the day they continued to call upon Baal and still nothing happened. Elisha called upon God and God responded to his words. The prophets of Baal were then destroyed. Jezebel, King Ahab's wife, was bitterly angry because Elijah had destroyed all of her supporters. Elijah should have been full and energised because of his victories. He had proved that God was real and was there for him and for the people should they choose. Instead, Elijah was fleeing for his life and wondering if anything that he had done had made any real difference to anybody. He didn't feel that anyone but him had faith in God. Instead, feeling alone, feeling isolated and being scared, he fled into the desert. After travelling throughout the day, he came across a solitary broom tree. It was there that he stopped and prayed to God to take his life. I have had enough, Lord, he said. Take my life. I am no better than my ancestors. He was both physically and spiritually exhausted. Whilst he slept, God provided for his immediate needs. The reading says all at once an angel touched him and said, get up and eat. He looked around and there by his head was some bread baked over hot coals and a jar of water. Altogether, Elijah was proved, provided with enough bread and water to sustain him through his 40 days journey to Mount Sinai. It could easily have taken less time to get to Sinai, but Elijah went at his own pace. It may have been a symbolic pace that was a representation of Moses' 40 days on Mount Sinai, or Moses' 40 years leading the people of Israel through the desert. Years later, at the beginning of his ministry, Jesus also spent 40 days in the desert. 40 is a very symbolic number that runs throughout the Bible. What was important though was that Elijah was sustained by God to get him through those days. Later God let Elijah know that his task was not over and that he was not alone. Other people believed in God. And it was on that mountain that Elijah heard the still small voice of God speaking loudly into his heart. Years later, God's voice was heard through Jesus. Jesus said to his disciples and a large crowd who had gathered around him, I am the bread of life. He also said in John chapter 6 verse 32, 
Very truly I tell you, it was not Moses who gave you the bread from heaven, but it is my Father who gives you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is that which comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. By saying these words, Jesus was talking about himself. He being the true bread that comes from heaven. And he's also speaking about the fulfilment, spiritual fulfilment this brings about. I don't know if any of you like me have been watching the Olympics this week. Sometimes it seems very easy to get caught up in all the athletes achievements. I have been drawn in and just cannot help watching each athlete try to achieve the best they can possibly be. These athletes exert a lot of energy. So in order to cope and to give their best, they each have a food program that sustains them. This food program makes sure they replenish their energy. They eat exactly what their bodies need. And just as these athletes need food to replenish their bodies, we too need spiritual food to refresh and replenish our spiritual needs. God provides what we need. He does not provide what we want. These two can very often be completely different things. In this country, we do not need as much as we have. It is our spirituality and our faith that needs sustaining. So how as Christians do we do, how as Christians do we sustain ourselves? When we look into the New Testament, we learn that Jesus, God's own son, was not protected from the suffering of life. He experienced the pain of loss the pain of rejection and the pain of self-sacrifice. Why should we be expected to be treated any differently from how Jesus was treated? Jesus' prayer life, along with supporting his disciples, gave him the strength to continue his work. He prayed for his disciples to be able to continue the work that he had started. John chapter 17 verse 14 to 15. I have given them your word and the world has hated them for they are not of the world any more than I am of the world. My prayer is that is not that you will take them out of the world but that you will protect them from the evil one. Jesus did not pray, did not pray protect them from all danger. Instead, he said, protect them from going astray. Keep them in your love. I spent my early Christian years being fed in two very different ways. The first was through regular house group meetings where I mixed mainly with adults. It was there that I discovered a little about the Bible and more about the faith of others. We may not have agreed on everything in those meetings, but we were able to talk through our differences. We were all given the chance to think about the Bible in a more in-depth in in way. The second way was through attending regu a regular youth group. Mixing with teenagers who were like me at the beginning of their faith. We were discovering together the joy in Christ together a joy in Christ 
and an excitement in our faith. This was often shown through music and drama. A musical called Peter was created which was performed to the church members and their families. One elderly and long-term church member surprised everyone by standing up at the end of the last performance and saying that for the first time he believed in Jesus and had seen him at work in the youth. This man had been attending church and had been involved in its running for a great many years. Through all that time, nobody realised he hadn't actually have a faith in God until that moment. It is amazing sometimes people get faith at the most amazing of times. The church was energised by that youth group and their activity and the youth group were energised by their faith. How are we fed in the church today? It seems to me that at the moment many of us seem too tired to give too much. How do we get past this? I feel prayer is a step in the right direction. Prayer can be offered anywhere and at any time. And I firmly believe that God responds to prayer and he will provide for our needs. It is up to us to trust. Through pr prayer, we can receive as well as give. The people were following Jesus around the lake in order to receive from him. They asked Jesus in John 16 verse 28, what must we do to perform the works of God? Jesus answered them, this is the work of God that you believe in him whom he has sent. In other words, he was saying to the people, believe in me. Most of us attend church because we believe in Jesus and want to worship him and be refreshed in our faith through his word. A Sunday service should be about celebrating God through Christ. This last year, it has been difficult to do this as most churches have been shut due to COVID. However, we have tried to find other ways to worship, other ways to enable Christ to feed and strengthen those who want to worship him. A preacher does not know how anyone in the congregation will be feeling. Some people come to God while facing immense struggles, difficulties or sorrows in life while others have times of great joy and celebration. There are also many people whose lives are just simply okay. A preacher tries to deliver a service that is God-inspired to all these people. We do this through prayer and contemplation, often spending hours trying to put everything together. It is very difficult to decipher what is from us and what is from God, and each service is a mixture of both. My prayer is always, Lord, speak through my words. We know that not everyone will get something from the sermon. And this is where the hymns help. Hymns can lift us up, adding a different spiritual aspect to the worship, as can our prayers. Why do we need to be spiritually fed? Are we fed simply for ourselves or is there another reason? I feel we need to be fed and sustained, not just to strengthen us in our own faith, but in order for us to feed and sustain others. 
Just as Jesus taught his disciples about what God wanted of them, it is now our turn to reach out to others and help where we can, to teach others about the love of God. To do this, we need to be grounded and to be sure in our own faith and firm in our own commitment in following Jesus, who is our sustaining bread of life. Let us pray. O Lord, our God, you give us true bread that comes down from heaven, your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Grant that as we receive him into our bodies, we may be filled with the fullness of his love. May we abide in him as he abides in us. Through the same Lord Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever. Amen. Let us continue in worship as we sing along with Stuart Townend singing, The Lord is my shepherd. The Lord's my shepherd, I'll not want. He makes me lie in pastures green. He leads me by the still, still waters. His goodness restores my soul. And I will trust in you, and I will trust in you, for your endless mercy follows me, your goodness will And I 
We come to God as we offer our prayers for people in the world around us. Let us pray. Blessed are you, Lord our God. We give you thanks for giving to the world the bread of life. We pray that we may live in Christ as he is in us. Bless all who lead worship. Help them to feed your people. Bless with empathy those who minister to the people, to the homebound, and to the sick. Guide all who are working in difficult circumstances, in mission and in outreach. Lord God, feed us with the bread of life. Blessed are you, Lord God, for you give gifts to your people. We pray for social workers, carers, home helps, for all who seek to meet the needs of others within their community. We pray especially today for those who live in deserts, in the barren areas of the world, for places where the crops are meagre or have failed altogether, for countries at war leading to hardships within their population. Lord God, feed us with the bread of life. Lord God, giver of all good things, we give you thanks for all who, who have provided for us. We pray for our, our homes and our loved ones and for all for whom we ought to provide. We pray for all who struggle to make ends meet. Lord, we pray that we may be sensitive and caring within our community. Lord God, feed us with the bread of life. God of all power and might, comfort all who have run out of power. We lift before you all who lack energy or whose abilities are failing. We pray for those who are weak through age or through hunger or neglect, for all who have become ill and all who care for them. In a moment of silence, we lift to you the people on our hearts. Lord God, feed us with the bread of life. For you are the God who heals and restores we give thanks for all who have entered into the newness of life in your kingdom. We pray for loved ones who serve you now in glory. Lord God, continue to feed us with the bread of life. Amen. We come together to pray the prayer that our Lord taught us. Let us pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. The Lord's love ever guides us. And we come together to sing the hymn, Lord, for the years your love has kept and guided, urged and inspired us, cheered us on our way. Let us sing. 
as we leave this time of worship, we pray. Lord Jesus, hold us within your love. Fire us through your spirit and your word. Free us from the things that oppress us and continue to work in our lives, remaking us in your image. As we leave this time of worship, enable us to face this week and every week, knowing you are always with us. Amen. <laughs>